Hey girl, Heather Nelson here. Welcome to Life Conversations with a Twist. I'm so excited to build a community where I inspire and empower women who are going through hard times. I can't wait to share with you women who have unique stories and have overcome hard times in their life. So grab your favorite cocktail, lean in, and let's cheers to empowerment, ladies. Melissa is a certified personal trainer and IAWP certified holistic wellness coach. Her mission is to uncomplicate health and fitness for growth-minded women. She believes health is a combination of interconnection of all that brings us joy and stress. Melissa helps clients create health routines through action steps, tools, and strategies that considers the needs of the whole person. Her favorite mantra is, I can't do everything, but I can do something. Let's welcome Melissa. Oh, hi, Melissa. How are you? Thanks for coming on to my podcast. Um, I can't wait to hear your story. Um, so let give us a little insight about who you are, your story, your family, kind of like what's going on in your life. Well, thank you so much. And first, I just want to say thank you for creating a space. I just love what you're doing and um, the space that you're providing for women to share their story. I think that's anytime I've grown it's been through actually the stories of other women. So thank you for doing that. Um, so what was the question? I totally forgot it. Is it, what, who am I? <laughs> I am, who am I? Um, I am Melissa Wildseeke. Um, I am a mother of two, a wife. Um, I also am a coach at Orange Theory Fitness. I've been there for a while. And um, I cr- um, created my own business, Wildseeke Wellness. And it's kind of a baby business in, in its beginning stages, um, but we're doing really good. And um, the mission there is, from, is to really uncomplicate health and fitness and nutrition um, for growth-minded women. So that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I love it. And I'm following you because it, I think health is hard for a lot of people and it doesn't need to be as complicated as it is. And so um, I love what you're doing. And just a little backstory, Melissa and I used to work at, well, it was Cal West Rentals at the time. Uh Uh, When I first started my rental career, Melissa and I used to work together and now our husbands work together. Yes. Well, she got out of it. She was smart and got out of the industry, which she did. (laughs) And I continued on um, and stayed with the company, but um, just a little side story. And... I used to go to Orange Theory and she used to be my coach and I miss going and I can't wait to come again. Yes. And I love Encore um, Cal West. That's also where I met my husband. So it's such a special place and you have rocked it there. You have grown it. Thank you. <laughs> I, I met my husband there too. Maybe that's a whole nother podcast. About <laughs> meeting our husbands at work, which was right. No, no at the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny. So um, I know you said that this health coach thing is new for you. What made you want to start it and how, like, what has been your journey to get to where you are today? Oh, wow. Um, it's been a journey. Um, well, first, so I became a holistic, a certified holistic wellness coach, um, probably, uh, well, almost a year ago now. Um, but, and actually when, before becoming a holistic coach, when I would hear, you know, holistic anything, I had s- such the wrong thoughts. Like I thought that you'd have to, like, I could never wear real deodorant or like I had to like only eat organic. And, um, that is not necessarily true <laughs> because that's 
that's what how I feel, but I'm sure there's a lot more behind it. So I would love right. to educate us on that part too. <laughs> yeah, I love my deodorant. <laughs> it's good. I keep it. But um, holistic and and what I you know as I started going down that journey, it's it's all about um, you know looking at things in a holistic view within a, in its wholeness. So when it comes to health, um, and that's where my story kind of goes into is I um, I had an experience where I was you know, really sick and, and doctors do what doctors do. They look at your health in the physical form. And I knew that my health issue needed more than just a physical, um, lens. It, it, there was a lot more going on and that's where, um, becoming a holistic wellness coach and really what drove me to learn more about it and get certified. Awesome. What, um, well, I do have to speak to this because I was thinking about like questions to ask you. And I remember, and maybe actually I want to save it, but I'm going to throw it out there because I want you to touch on it. When I first met, well, when I first knew you and Ryan, Ryan was, went on like a big health journey. That was something that I remember about him was that, and Ryan's her husband, by the way, um, he went through like a, a health thing. And I'm curious too, to know as you're transforming this new life, like how he has been supportive and, you know, um, come along either on the journey with you or supported you and, you know, kind of how that all plays into it. Because I think sometimes we all get stuck into like doing what we do and like Mm -hmm. your husband or your partner support you is like, so key to your success. And I would love to just touch on that. So. Yes. And, um, anybody that knows Ryan knows that his gift it, one of his gifts in life is just being a supportive person. So, um, he's 100% supportive and, um, but you know, on that note, you know, we all have our strengths and, and what works for us. And just because your partner might not have the same um, passion for fitness or passion for, um, you know, nutrition, it, you know, part of our story is making, making it work, um, where we're both happy, right? If he's not happy on a on a big run, then I'm not going to invite him. <laughs> yeah. it's, so true. it's so true how, um, you know, it's everyone. Um, I remember when I started my, down my health journey too, my husband was like, not all about it. I was like, we're going to do a cleanse. And he's like, we're going to do what? And I'm like, we're going to do a cleanse. We're just going to, cle-. and now he is so more into it than I am. And I'm, well, that's also because I'm pregnant. So I want to eat everything. And he's like, continued on. And it's so cool to see them, you know, be inspired by our journey to continue, you know, to start their own. So exactly. That's super fun. So do you want to open up to kind of, I mean, you don't have to share like super details about your, you know, your health scare, health problems, but just kind of like how you kind of started from this and then, you know, migrated into um, knowing where, how to get through it and how to, you know, live the life. Yeah. So, um, well, one thing, uh, when I started, when I went and and became certified as a holistic um, wellness coach, one thing, the first, one of the first things that they do at that school was they um, told me, you know, to write your story, write your story about how you um, got there. And um, so I, part of my story, and there's a a place in the story where it's like your rock bottom part, like the turning point for you, right? And so for me, my turning point or the rock bottom um, part of the story really is I um, found myself in, in the hospital um, and I had to be there for 
probably is about seven to eight nights um, with my body was not um, recovering well. And, um, you know, I, I had this, this like um, pump hanging out of my abdomen, trying to pump out infection. So like, I would say that was rock bottom of my story. Um, but, you know, to kind of move forward just a, a bit to the program and what I really, I really aligned with me when I um, went into the program was they have a visual and on one of the visuals, it's called the wellness wheel. And um, there's different elements on the wheel, like everything from um, finance, relationships, mindset, purpose, career, um, nutrition, body, rest. So all of the elements that make life really fun um, and some, you know, stressful, depending on what's going on. Right. And um, when I saw that visual aid, it, I knew that this was the right place for me because going back to that like rock bottom moment where I'm in the hospital, um, the years leading up to that, like many areas on my wellness wheel were really out of balance. Um, and so that was the healing journey for me after that moment was starting to find some balance in those areas. Um, and for, you know, some women go becoming a wife, becoming a mom, um, is kind of like this smooth transition or they do it at least with some grace and glory. And, um, for me, it was like it, um, right? not, not that experience. No, I, um, it was quite the rocky road. Like, um, I made some big decisions really quickly before like the actual ramifications of the decision or, or not ramifications. That's not even the right word, but before like the decision itself is like presented to yourself, you're making the other, um, like I had moved across the country to be here in California, married my husband before I really got a solid ground of, you know, feeling solid here in California. And before I could really feel solid as a wife and, and getting some of those new roles um, under my belt, I, we got pregnant on our honeymoon. And within six months of that first baby, we are now having a second baby. So, um, you know, going back to the wellness will, like our finances drastically changed, tightened up, like oppressively tightened up. <laughs> and my relationships, um, being a stay at home mom versus a uh, mom out in the workforce, um, I felt really isolated and lonely and just that part of the will really suffered. And my, you know, then that impacts your mindset and then, you know, so it's just all of these things. And then eventually I'm laying in a hospital and it's like, okay, this is not just a physical thing. Like there's much more here going on and I need to heal from it. And this is, and this all came after your children. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that it's so true that people think that having children is like, you know, ice cream and cookies and it's fun mm -hmm. and it's, you know, all these things, but women really struggle with it. And, and I think that that's part of, you know, your story, even sharing it is and being relatable to that is that most of us are parents and most mm -hmm. of us are moms and we're all just trying to kind of figure it out. And I know for myself, it was always like, I'm not just a mom, like I'm a person, I'm me, I'm Heather, I'm a career woman. I, mm -hmm. it, 
you see so many women make their whole life about their children, which I think is important, but I also feel like we struggle with knowing who we are, giving grace for ourselves, doing things that we love, you know, achieving goals that we want and more women just need to come out of that. And that is another reason why this like podcast idea came about, because I feel like so many people that I talk to are just in this rut of like being a mom and being in the everyday thing and like catering to only their children and not looking at it from a, you know, a bigger um, microscope and just seeing like what's going on and how you can improve like your mental health by just making some improvements to yourself. And it sounds like exactly what you had gone through. Exactly the moment in the hospital was a moment of like, I've got to live differently from this day forward. (laughs) And so at that point, like what, what, how did you even start? Like what, at what, like, what did you do to start on that journey to, to kind of try? I, I invested in myself. I invested in, um, at first I invested in about a year of therapy and, um, and cause I needed it, but what, you know, really what we worked on in that full year was, um, self-care self-care was, was the topic. And, um, I, at first, um, within the years leading up to that self-care really for me was a run was a workout. I really strongly believed in that you're one workout away from a better attitude, you know, or a better day. And, um, that's just how I handled big emotions. That's how I handled most anything going on in my life. So I needed to learn that, uh, workouts not going to fix everything and that self-care is a beautiful dynamic. I mean, there's so many faucets to, um, self-care. And I started really, you know, looking at that, you know, going back to the wellness wheel in all of those areas you can create a self-care routine or ritual to correspond with that. And that's what I started doing. Can you give some ideas? Cause I think um, it's interesting because I think uh, a lot of people think of self-care as I'm going to go lay in the bathtub with candles, which I mean, for me, that's sometimes self-care um, or going out and enjoying time with a friend or, you know, doing those like pampering kind of things. But I feel like sometimes, and I don't know if you agree with this, is that self-care is is just about what brings you joy. And you can be in a career and that can be self-care because that brings you joy. And um, so I'm curious to hear some of the things that you did or do for self-care. Well, um, you know, self-care. So self-care for for me, for relationships is really important, is, you know, creating the correct boundaries um, making sure that I am surrounding myself with, um, people that bring me joy. Um, that was, that was a huge one for me. Um, and then when it came to, um, you know, fitness or nutrition, um, really it didn't have to be like an all or nothing, um, finding, um, that a little bit is better than none. Um, And, um, I'm an outdoors girl, I'm a nature's girl. So gardening, some of those normal stuff like gardening, path, walking, being outdoors, being in the sun, um, you know, and in finances, sometimes self-care is like not purchasing things, (laughs) but it's so fun and easy, right? It's fun, but you know, just 
things like that. Really what's going to um, bring me long-term joy. And it's interesting too, because I feel like people think self-care is um, like, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Selfish almost, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think like everything you touched on, you can still incorporate with your spouse or your Mm -hmm. children. You know, it, it doesn't need to be just about you and the you know, time for you, but finding the things that bring you joy and incorporating it in your family life. And I know that, um, you know, we try and do that too. It's like going for family walks and because we all like to be outside and exercise, but instead of me just going out on a treadmill by myself, like how do you incorporate that as a family and really mm-hmm. that as a family? And I think that's so huge. Right. Yes. Um, you know, and when it it comes to like the family, you know, sometimes self-care is being with them. Sometimes it's making sure that you have some downtime, um, on your own. I know that I, I need time to energize, to kind of build my, my battery back up. Yep. And sometimes that's, that's some alone time. Yeah. And when, uh, when did you decide, um, that you wanted to be a holistic coach and do your, you know, build your own business. And I know you said you went through a course, um, can you talk about a little bit more what that looks like and kind of like what your goals are coming, you know, with that coaching program? Um, so I got into the program and at first getting into the program, I didn't really have goals to create a business. Um, but then as I got deeper in, um, really it's, it was kind of part of the program. It kind of became part of the program and I learned a lot. And, um, you know, with, with one thing I do love and that's, um, part of my why is that having your own business gives you some flexibility, um, to lean in when you can and, um, kind of back off as you need. And especially, you know, being a mom, um, and being aware that certain seasons require different things of you. And, you know, for, for instance, just these last couple of months, um, we're, we just went back to hybrid school with my kiddos getting into school, but there's still a lot of heavy homework and a lot of, um, home schooling happening. And so I've been able to kind of lessen the pressure that I put on myself, um, within my business and, um, having more of a long-term view than um, it's got to all happen right now and be this certain way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's been a a very challenging season. And then they're like announced, Oh, well, I know we only have like six weeks of school left, but we might just bring you back four days a week. And I'm like, we just adjusted our, (laughs) how can you do this to us? Like, yeah, yeah. it's It's been rough. Can you talk about a little bit about your, um, health coach, um, you know, uh, program that you're doing and like what it, what it involves and what kind of people do you feel would be a good, you know, addition to that group? So, um, I've ran a couple of challenges where we go through a meal plan and, um, usually, um, along with that meal plan, um, we also talk about other elements and areas of life. Um, because I feel like that's kind of the missing link, um, you know, for years as being a, a personal trainer, the times that I've, um, personally trained, um, people, it's like you get them in and they want to work out, but there's a whole other part of their life that if you don't know about it and you're not talking about it, um, it's not getting addressed and it's just counter, um, 
it's just not working for um, the program. So that's what, what, what I do is not only, you know, we're talking about the nutrition, but we're also talking about maybe some of something a little bit deeper. I love um, getting um, intimate groups together of women where they feel comfortable to share, to go a little bit deeper on what's going on or um, on some of their health or fitness struggles and support each other. We've done, I've done a couple of those um, programs and I'll run um, one probably um, in the next month or so. Um, But I also do one-on-one clients and and the clients I work with right now, one-on-one, um, it's really, it goes back to that holistic view. Um, we're not only talking about nutrition, but we're also talking about, you know, maybe boundaries that they need to, um, create so that they can, um, do the workout or can prep for their food or can't, you know, um, things like that. I love that. I know you and I connected because I have a passion for being a life coach as well. And I'm still trying to figure out what that looks like. Um, but a lot of the people who have reached out to me just in general for help, it's always around health. It's always about, I want to exercise more. I want to eat healthy and I don't know where to start. And I, um, you know, it's like, they need that account, account accountability partner, you know, and mm-hmm, they like mm-hmm. every day at 6am and I'm like, cool, text me, you know, and then yeah. I'm up at six and I'm like, are you up? And they're like, no. And I'm like, Hey, let's get up. So, um, what, do you, what piece of advice do you have for somebody who might be, you know, struggling with that, where they want to better their health, but don't know really where to start? Um, small changes. Um, the biggest thing I see and expect, and, you know, I, for example, I do run the programs where we do a meal plan and I, I am behind it as a group doing that, but to, for lasting change, it's not going to be that you do a meal plan. And now that you are eating that way, that's just not realistic. What really is going to happen is you're going to make one change at a time. And, um, so if we're talking about nutrition, I would say, pick one meal, pick one meal. That's going to be your healthy meal. For me, I, it's always been breakfast. My probably healthiest meal of the day is breakfast. And, um, I don't vary too, too much on, my choices. Usually it's about three different choices of what I'm going to have. Um, but choose one meal to really get, um, nailed in as a healthy, good, solid meal, and then worry about the other ones. Yeah. That's actually really good advice. Cause I feel like everyone has to go all in and mm-hmm. sometimes run 30 day, uh, cleanses with the Arbon products, which was successful for me, but it's like, you have to, it's 30 days and you have to commit every three meals, you know, for 30 days, and people struggle with that. So um, it's interesting that you break it down by meals instead of like, you know, a time period too. Yeah. And, and like I said, with, cause I, you know, I run the 30 day programs and I think that there's, you can get a lot from them. Oftentimes there's just not that longevity change that happens after 30 days, it's, you know, within what 30 days from that, people are probably going back to the way that they ate. So, you know, one-on-one coaching, um, is great for making those small changes and then moving the dial forward, making another small change and then moving the dial forward. I love how you always talk about too, like different, um, like specific foods and like the, the things that benefit from each one of them. And I think that you don't have to completely, you know, 
one or 360 your whole entire diet. But if you make those changes of like changing the oils that you use or changing the meats that you eat or changing the sauces that you use can even like make such a big difference. And that's one thing that I've noticed with your program that you promote is like just making mm-hmm. the choices in those, those categories. Well, I think it's all, that's how I changed my own diet and health was through swap outs. I call them. It's just finding what do you eat the most of? Cause most people eat about the same thing every from week to week. They're most people. And so finding the things that you're eating often and really look for the best thing for your butt nutritionally yeah. um, in that item, you know, and if, if you are a chocolate chick and you just like, love your chocolate, okay, well you probably need to start swapping towards, uh, you know, 70% cocoa chocolate, something along those lines, if, and getting your body, um, used to craving that style of chocolate versus the milk chocolate that, that, cho- that swap alone will make some good change. It's, it's crazy how the foods have changed too. I mean, I mean, all the gluten-free stuff is actually sometimes better than the other stuff. So it's, um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like eating healthier is so much easier now than it was, you know, five years ago for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially I don't, we, I've got Oliver's like right next door. I have no excuse. I have a beautiful grocery store with all kinds of good health food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, a tip or something that you have learned along the way that you wish you would have known, um, if you were struggling with, um, like mental health or, you know, just health and wellness in general that you want to share with people. Um, like a a tip, let me think Or or something that's worked for you. You know, probably my biggest tip is being willing to invest in support and help. Um, cause I think that was my biggest issue is, um, not really having solid support around me. And so once I started, um, I, I remember sitting down and the first thing I think I said to the therapist was, um, I need support. So I'm going to have to pay for it. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to pay you for it, whatever it is. And then, and then after, after, you know, that a year of therapy, I did, um, I, um, signed up for a business coach. Um, I spent a year with a business coach. And um, so I am a big believer in put your money um, where you want to be. I agree. I agree with that. And I think so many people think that therapy or counseling is a bad thing. And everyone that I've ever, that I listened to who have been successful say that they had some kind of therapist in their life, whether it's a marriage therapist or <laughs> or somebody. And then like, and that's okay. And it's so interesting that people have this, like, you know, they're against help, but it's like, help is okay. Like embrace it. Right. Well, you know, and the, you know, one thing I do have to say on that too, is like shopping around, you might not, you might not sit down and the right first therapist be the right fit for you. I knew that I didn't want to sit there and just talk the whole time and go over past history. That wasn't what I needed. I was really clear that I wanted tools. I wanted strategies. I wanted action steps. And it took me a while, but I had to find someone that aligned with that. And now there's a lot of options out there. Yes, there are. And, you know, also with getting coaches and coaching, 
um, I know that that's more their, their realm than a therapist too, is they're, they're going to work on giving you action steps and giving you, they're not a therapist. They're not going to listen to like what happened in your childhood. That's not, um, what they're there for. They're going to, um, move you forward on and give you action steps and strategies and tools. That's great. So if you are in need of a health and wellness coach or holistic coach, contact Melissa, I'll put her contact info in and, um, thank you. Cause that sometimes I get stuck in this, like, would people really buy, like pay for a life coach or, you know what I mean? I, I still struggle in that world, but it is needed. And people who mm-hmm. find like they really need it, they will pay for it. So, yes, it, it is. It's support. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks, Melissa. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for motivating us. And um, hopefully, you know, people see this and they know that health and wellness is important. And it's, I think mental health is a big thing. And I think it's something that's going to continue to be on this podcast because I feel like, especially during this last year, it's definitely much needed and, um, and we need to talk about it and because it is a thing. And so uh, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and, um, we hope to see you soon. Thank you so much, Heather. You're welcome. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please share this episode on social media and tag me. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share. I can't wait to continue to inspire you all.